Possum Podcast. Toot toot. Well, Mr. Possum, another Christmas has came and went and left us bobbing about in its wake with us looking for some stick or debris or nearby floating door to cling to for the rest of the dark and miserable winter months. Yep, you said it. It sucks. But at least we got some gifts. That's right. It's another big win for consumerism this year as people continue to buy a bunch of crap. You get anything good, Big Al? Yeah, I got a few things that were okay. I got a few bottles of the good stuff, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, horsey sauce. <laughs> no, I'm talking about bourbon, Mr. Possum. Oh. I'm kind of easy to shop for. People look at me, they go, well, he's overweight and he talks too much. Let's get him some bourbon, you know? I bet you if you're not from Kentucky, you probably refer to bourbon as horsey sauce. Maybe. You know, like it's a stereotype. Uh, what about you, Mr. Possum? You get anything good? Eh, I got some socks. Some socks? Some old crunchy ones. Oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You love crunchy socks. They're noisemakers. When I go to ball games, I clack them together. I kind of, instead of clapping. Remind me not to sit next to you at a ball game, Mr. Possum. Okay. If you're clacking some dirty old socks against each other. All right, so you got some good stuff. Did you get any stinkers? Get any bad gifts? Oh, yeah, I got some bad gifts, Mr. Possum. Shooey. Wouldn't be Christmas if I didn't get a whole truckload of bad gifts. Oh, me too. I got some real bad ones this year. Worst thing about getting a bad present, Mr. Possum, is you got to sit there and act like it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. We got to do something about that. We should normalize complaining about bad gifts. Normalize it? You mean like do an episode of the show where we just make fun of all the bad gifts we've gotten? Exactly. Tonight on the show, you and I should complain at length about the worst Christmas gifts we got this year. I would be happy to. I'd be thrilled. Enough with this charade. Enough with pretending that we like everything that we get. We don't. We don't. Do better. So stick around. It'll be a whole lot of fun for everybody, except the people who bought us these gifts who might be listening. Ooh, I hope they're listening. We'll be right back after this. Here we go. Me and Big Al are gonna sit around and make fun of all the terrible gifts we got for Christmas. What you got first on your list there, buddy? All right, so I knew I had to talk about this one first. Because it's not just a bad gift. It's a bad, unimaginative, lazy gift. Ooh. This one ranks low even on a list of bad gifts. What I've got here is a simple cardboard box. This is the first of 12 boxes I'm going to receive from one of these uh, cheap monthly loot subscription services. You heard of these? You heard of these, Mr. Possum? Yeah, I heard about loot. We get bark boxes for the dog. 
uh, which has just some treats and some chew toys in it. I'm sure there's a cat version of that. Mm. Maybe there's a possum version of it out there somewhere called like Pouch Post or something, you know? Mm, I doubt it. Monthly loot box for possums. Well, if it didn't depress you enough that we've traded personal style and unique local products for getting like a grab bag of mass-produced junk airdropped to us, now they got this kind of stuff for grown-up adult husbands like me. How insulting. This is the Huzz Box. And look here on the side, the slogan. You see that slogan? It says, keep your husband busy all month long. How infantilizing is that? Yeah, that sounds bad. Like I'm going to be distracted and pacified batting around some shiny bauble from this little box. Give me a break. What's in it? What's in that box? Well, let's see. Let's crack this uh, dumb thing open here. Okay. uh, All right. Well, first thing, there's this big pink cube it's like uh some mineral or crystal of some sort oh it says here it's a licking cube it's a salt cube infused with subtle flavors to keep your husband occupied for hours oh that's so insulting it's It's insulting insulting. is what it is yeah you did it wow it's like we're in Pacific Rim, you know, operating one of them big robots together. Oh, yeah, we're working that leg. We live together in one of the legs. <laughs> okay, I guess you haven't seen Pacific Rim, Mr. Possum. <laughs> I assume it takes two fellers to work a leg. So, basically, I've, been, I've received a salt lick, like a horse would use. Hmm. This is worse than I thought. Try giving it a lick, Big Al. Well, yeah, I guess it couldn't hurt to try it, you know. No. Give it a lick here. Mm, okay. Mm. Mm. It's actually pretty good. He likes it. Well, you know, it it doesn't just taste good. It's also kind of calming, Mr. Possum. It's got like a calming effect. Mm. So, like, uh, mm. not to just not to interrupt you, but what what else is in the box? What? Oh, oh, right, right. We're going through the box. Yeah. Sorry, I I got a little distracted licking the salt cube. All right, let's see what other junk they stuck in there. Okay. Um, oh, wow, this is a bag of chew dirt, Mr. Possum. Oh, you got yourself some chew dirt? You've heard of chew dirt, right, Mr. Possum? Of course. It's kind of a replacement for chewing tobacco or gum. It's this pouch of pay dirt from a mineral-rich area, and you pack a clump of it into your cheek and gnaw it around in there until you feel small nuggets and precious metals and gems come out of it. You're basically prospecting for gold while you chew on this dirt. Love it. Oh, and it says here on the bag that one in 20 chew dirt bags may contain a nugget of gold. This might have a nugget of gold, Mr. Possum. Hey, Big Al, give me a little clump of that dirt to chew on. Come on, let old Possum have a little bite. Okay, I'll let you have a little bite, but I'm keeping any nuggets that come out. Well, I'm just going to keep it in my lip. I'm checking your lip. We'll be back in a minute after I check Mr. Possum's lip for any nuggets of gold or precious gems. Mr. Possum, why don't you drop a bad gift on me? Oh, I think I'm going to go ahead and drop the worst one first. I like all my bad news up front. Worst first. All right. 
Yes, I got me a, a, a present from my my father, old Pappy Possum. Oof. Yeah, exactly, oof. I got a box that's got a note in it that says, Dear Possum, I can't make it to Kentucky hey, for hang Christmas. On. Yeah. Hang on, Mr. Possum. Your dad calls you Possum. Oh, yeah, he calls all his kids Possum. He says it's so I don't get attached to y'all. And he's presumably a Possum as well, I would assume. Yeah, it's like if your daddy called you boy. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. Okay, all right, that actually does make sense. He says, Dear Possum, I can make it to Kentucky for Christmas this year. Uh, he never can. Yeah. Uh, please give yourself a whooping. I'm sure you've been bad, and you ain't too old to get whipped. So do it good. Happy holidays, your daddy. P.S. Please use enclosed stick. Wow. And then he mailed me a stick to bonk myself with, Big Al. He mailed you a stick that he wants you to hit yourself with. Yes, and he's doing it on an honor system. Like, uh-huh. I'm just going to hit myself with nobody around. Come on. That is a truly awful gift. And one that brings with it, I think, a, a fair amount of psychological damage as well. I, I imagine that's had some toll on you over the years. Well, don't bother me no more. I ain't going to whip myself with no stick. I ain't no boy. Oh, you're not going to do it? No, I ain't going to hit myself with that stick. You know why? Because uh, I'm bad. That's why. Oh, okay. Because I'm a bad boy. I'm in the bad boy club. I've been bad all year, and I'm still bad. I'm still bad. I ain't giving myself no whipping. If anything, what I'll do instead is take a video of me unwrapping a big, long beef jerky stick and eating it and send that to Pappy. And then at the end of it, I ride away on a motorcycle. Now, Mr. Possum, I do know that you are a bad boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or a bad possum, I guess. But uh, I do think you should be careful with this. Because if your daddy finds out that you didn't whip yourself with that stick, and if you send him this video of you taunting him with a different stick, riding away on a motorcycle, <laughs> odds are next year he's going to send you an even bigger stick and tell you to bonk yourself with it twice. I hope he does. I hope he goes broke on the postage. Mail me a whole log. <laughs> That's what I want. He's going to mail you a, a big log and an axe, and he's going to tell you that you got to split the log to make a stick to hit yourself with. That's right. He's lucky I don't find him and whip him. That's a lot of nerve to send me a stick and tell me to beat myself with it. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, I'm going to hit myself with the beef jerky right in the face. Yeah. In some ways, he gave you a great gift because he gave you this opportunity to rebel against your awful dad. That's right. Every year I get to... Renew my bad boy badge. I defy my father and I eat meat on a bike. It's great. Still a terrible gift. Big Al, what's the next stinker you got? All right, my next gift is bad, not because of the concept or what it is, but because they got the wrong type, you know? Oh. It's a branding issue, really. You know, it's like when you were a kid and instead of getting you the Nike high tops, your parents got you the... No likey high tops. Oh, yeah. I remember them no likeys. Well, this is uh, that type of thing. I'm not going to name any names or call out who got me this thing, but it was my Aunt Jane. Uh Uh-oh. Old Zero Taste Jane. Burned her dang taste buds off with menthol cigarettes, and now she's got no idea what's good. She got me this. (laughs) It's a hot soda maker, Mr. Possum. Oh, hello. You pour the soda down into the tank on the back there, you see? Mm -hmm. You fill that up with soda. You place a cup under the front, 
You select which size hot soda you'd like to drink, and you press the button, and voila, hot soda comes right out. I mean, that, that sounds great, honestly. Yeah, it does sound great until you look at the name on the thing. This is a Zippy brand hot soda maker, not the Guff Alert brand hot soda oh, maker. Oh, it ain't, it ain't the Guff Alert? That's the hot soda I like. It's the wrong brand. Zippy brand, not Guff Alert. Guff Alert's got that fizz that burns your biz. Yep. What's to stop you from putting some Guff soda in the back of it? Game the system a little bit. Put that Guff in the Zippy. Well, see, that's just the thing, Mr. Possum. They have mastered proprietary soda technology. If you try to run Guff Alert through a Zippy brand soda machine, the thing shuts down, gunks up, your warranty is voided. They gotta figure it out. We truly live in a dystopian future, Orwell himself would admit is worse than his worst nightmare fiction, where I've got this big, stupid machine that only makes the wrong brand of hot soda. Mm-hmm. It really can't get any worse. And it's time someone took a stand. What are you going to do about it, Big Al? I, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to stand up and be the hero that our time needs, Mr. Possum. I guess I'm going to have to learn how to drink Zippy brand hot soda. Ooh, gulping that wrong soda. Uh-uh. Tough times call for tough people. That's right. And we thank you. Mr. Possum, what's your next abominable gift? Well, I got a so-called gift. I'm doing some stuff with my fingers in the air right now. I got oh, yeah, a... you're making the quote marks with your fingers there. Yeah, I'm doing them wavy fingers. I got a gift uh -huh. from the candy inspector. Now, this feller confiscated my trick-or-treat bag back on Halloween, and he said, you know, he did the classic, oh, I need to take a look at it before, I, you know, you have it. He showed me a badge and everything, so... Mr. Possum. What? You gotta stop giving the candy inspector your candy on Halloween. I know I seem like a chump, but he talks fast, he shows me a badge, kind of pushes me around, and it just works on me. Yeah. So I give him my stuff. And it's the same guy every year. Oh, yeah. It's the same one. He showed me his badge, I gave him my candy, and later I felt kind of burnt. Like, oh, man, I, I caved in again. I'm such a chump. I'm a chimpanzee. That guy wasn't a real candy inspector. You know, he stole my loot. But then around Christmas, I got this box in the mail, and it's from Inspector Cavity. So I open it up, and sure enough, it's my candy bag. And first of all, I'm like, dang, Inspector Cavity is an unfortunate name. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a great punchline for a joke, not a good name. But I, I gotta say, Big Al, I was pretty surprised to get this candy bag. I thought I just got robbed. It's all wrapped up. It seemed legit. So I'm like, all right. So he just kind of looked at it and put it back. That's fair. So I take a bite out of a Reese's cup. It's about two months old. And I darn near break my mouth. But this guy has sucked all the peanut butter out of the cup. Ugh. He put it back. He wrapped it up, big Al. <laughs> you ever go to pick up a jug of milk you thought was full, but it has like half a swill in there, and you end up bonking your arm on top of the fridge? Well, it's like that with all my candy. I tried to take a big old bite, and I just bite down on the other part of my mouth. Now, 
I can't believe I'm about to do this, Mr. Possible. But is it possible that he is actually a legitimate candy inspector? Oh, yeah. And that he found some improper or tainted or uh, illegal peanut butter in that Reese cup. And he had to suck it out as that is his job. And then he sent you what was left that was not contraband after that. I guess. I mean, that's what the note says. There's a note that says, your candy has been inspected and is safe to consume. Per legal statutes, I dispose of any potential allergic contaminants, such as peanuts, peanut butter, nougat, and caramel. I see. And then there's a bill for 50 bucks. (laughs) He billed me. Wow. Yeah, well, it sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, that's very detailed work to suck the peanut butter out of a cup and then wrap it back up. My God. Did you have a little straw or something? Yeah, it's probably just the straw fee. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the next terrible gift you got for Christmas, buddy? Here's a real stinker of a Christmas whiff I got from my quirky cousin who's always trying to shake up the gift paradigm, you know? Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, I got this cousin a $25 Red Robin gift card. That's a good gift, especially ten years ago. Oh, yeah. And you know what he got me? What? A goat for someone else. He got you a goat for somebody else. Someone in uh, South America or somewhere has a super nice goat now because I gave it to them involuntarily as one of my Christmas gifts. Oh, that's terrible. I'm so sorry. You know, it's one of these, uh, I'm better than everybody else because I'm giving your gifts to families in need across the globe. Right. But who's keeping track of this stuff, you know? Somebody out there is getting paid full price for that goat. Somebody else out there is getting the goat. And I'm not even allowed to make sure the uh, accounting checks out. I'm not allowed to go out there and shop for a better offer. And he just keeps doing this to me. You know, water for a family uh, for a year, a Spotify account for some people in a yurt somewhere. Well, this year, his gift truly took the cake, Mr. Possum. And by cake, I mean urinal cake, because it stinks. Oh. Apparently, the new trend in giving someone a gift they don't get is... Not buying impoverished people in remote communities something, but buying things for celebrities, specifically. What? It's celebrities now. So you can be like, uh, hey, uh, you see this picture of Margot Robbie? I bought one of the shoes she's wearing in this picture. That makes me, like, kind of a friend to Margot Robbie, I guess, right? Because you chipped in on some shoes. Yeah. And I guess I said something to this cousin about liking the Doctor Strange movies because he bought Benedict Cumberbatch a cocktail on me. What? And I received here this glossy photo of Benedict Cumberbatch drinking a Paloma, presumably the one that I bought him with my Christmas gift. That better be. And look at this. He doesn't even look that grateful, right? No, he looks kind of freaked out. He kind of looks like he's only drinking it because someone bought it for him. Mm Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I inconvenienced Benedict Cumberbatch. I made his day worse, you know? I put him in an awkward situation. And what if the drink itself was too sweet or, say, too strong? Well, now I've upset Benedict Cumberbatch's tummy. What if he's unable to act properly the next day and it ruins his movie career? Well, now I've screwed up Benedict Cumberbatch's movie career. Terrible gift. Terrible. Awful gift. Awful. You won't be able to introduce yourself to him because you'd be like, huh, Hal Dottie? That name sounds familiar. Oh, it's the worst Paloma I ever drank. Yep.
Possum, it's your turn. Drop one on us. Uh, I got a handmade craft gift. Ooh. Ugh. 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 Say no more. Well, do say some more, because we got to fill this segment. Oh, I'm going to say some more. I got a nasty old craft gift from my crazy Aunt Possum. Ugh. I wish she would stop all this. She's been finding all these discarded face masks on the ground and making stuff out of them. Oh, no. You know, you see these things everywhere now. It's like the new litter. You just see some mask on the ground. The new litter. Yes. It's also the name of the upcoming Gremlins sequel, The New Litter. Heck, I wish you was a gremlin. I'd rather have that responsibility than this stupid old gift. She made me a hammock out of old masks. A hammock. Oh, no. I don't want my body all over them nasty masks. They're gross on the inside. They're gross on the outside. Come on. That sounds very unsettling to even look at, much less rest your body upon. Well, it's got all these different colors. They're like blue and black and white, and they're all kind of dirty because they've been on the ground. It's unsightly. I mean, it's it's a sweet gesture. I'll give her that. And it seems like it's made well. You know, there's a lot of these things. There, It's a tight weave on the hammock. It's a tight weave. It's what you want. Yeah. You don't want to fall through it, you know. I mean, it's gross. That don't really bother me. It's, it's a little weird given how rare them things were for a little bit. Well, a couple years ago, people was wearing bras on their face to Walmart because they didn't have a mask, and now they're everywhere. Yeah. So much to the point I'm getting a dang tree bed made out of it? Come on. I ain't using this thing. I don't know how Aunt Possum is living, but out here, I'm still getting preyed on by animals, and I don't mean they wish me well and they're praying for me. I mean they're preying on me. I ain't putting myself in a net like that, lounging in my little COVID cabana, a heck, a coyote or a bear or some other hungry critter sees me all served up for lunch? Uh-uh, no. No, sir. They'll think I'm a fool, Big Al. Imagine if someone got a fly, a hammock made out of little woven pieces of tape, and they were like, oh, this is neat. I'm going to relax for once. And then a spider sees this little fly in the homemade web. He's like, oh, the table is set for bug lunch. <laughs> That's what he'd say. We got to get that spider a better one-liner. How about Bug Appetite? Bug Appetite's really good, actually. <laughs> it's stupid. Tonight, me and Big Hal are reviewing some of the awful gifts we got for Christmas. What, what else you got on that list there, buddy? Okay, here's my next lousy, bad Christmas gift. And this one wasn't part of some trend, some, you know, gimmicky, lazy gift-giving scheme. This is a traditional, normal Christmas gift given to folks all the time throughout history. I just never thought about how bad this one would be in reality to receive. Okay. My true love... Mr. Possum, just gave me ten lords a-leapin'. Ten lords a-leapin'? Ten lords a-leapin'. Ten of the dang guys. That's a lot of lords. Double-digit lords I got now in my house. Lords. Jumping around the house like a House of Pain video. All hours of the day and night. They never shut up. They just keep leaping. Oh, that's terrible. 
and they're lords. You know, you can't just say, hey, y'all want some turkey on a cracker. No, they're, they're used to eating good. You got to bake like a special meat pie that birds fly out of when you cut into it, you know? Oh, way. You got to replace their silken tights twice a day. You got to powder their wigs. You got to surround these lords with devious little courtiers plotting little power-grabbing schemes. And you got to pay a guy with a loot to flick out these little minuets all day long so these lords can keep leaping. It's a ruckus. Here in my house. Straight up ruckus. It's doing the dog's head in. These lords leaping around. Mostly I'm just like, hey, go easy on the hardwood, please. Use a coaster. I think I'm going to build a shed out back, Mr. Possum. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lords can leap in there. I just need space for ten leaping lords. You going to build like a bouncy house or is it going to be like a wooden house? No, it's just going to be like one and a half stories tall. So they got room to jump vertically up. They don't need a lot of horizontal space, I don't I don't suppose. No, they don't need that. They just you can give them a big old cylinder, like a basically like a grain silo. That's what they want. Yeah, like a tube. They'll just each be in a tube. And you know what? Maybe I could rig up some kind of device where they are acting sort of as pistons, and maybe they could power my house with their leaping. There you go. Harness the power of the leaping lords. That's my goal. That's my goal in this new year. Mr. Possum. Go ahead and tell me what's the next item somebody should have just left in the bad gift bin at Junk Mart. I gotta say, I think I maybe hate this one worse than the whooping stick. Wow. It's the lunchback of Hungry Dame. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's the lunchback of Hungry Dame. It's the stupid invention. It's a hump you wear, on you know, like on your upper back. Okay. But it's full of food. It's like a fanny pack, but it sits on your upper back, Big L. So it makes you look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes, but you're the lunchback of Hungry Dame because it's full of food. But the problem is it's perfectly situated where you can't get at it. Oh, yeah. You try to reach back and have some, can't. Can't eat out of your hump. That's for other people. So it's like when you put a milk bone in your dog's collar and you watch him dance around in a circle trying to get it. Yep. Not that I've ever done something so cruel and embarrassing for the dog. Right. Of course you wouldn't do that. So I got to hunch around and let, or lunch around, I guess, and let people eat out of my hump. And I can't have none of it? No. Now, let me ask you this. Who is the hungry dame? Because I think maybe you want to stay away from her while you've got this thing. She's going to eat your whole lunch. You don't know about that? It's like an unwritten rule. If you see somebody wearing one of these things, you put lipstick all over your face and you put a big old wig on and you chase them down and eat it. And then you're the hungry dame. It, anybody can be the hungry dame, but you gotta be all gussied up. You have got a blush on. So this is not just putting food on your back, it's also putting a target on your back. Exactly. For someone to run up and eat your lunch. Right. And normally you see a, a feller getting tackled in the street and munched on, you're like, hey, somebody help that guy. But if it's food, and it's a gussied up lady eating all the, the crackers and meat out of your back, people just sit back and laugh. Yeah. Well, it does sound pretty funny. Now, you, you, did you bring this thing tonight? Why? Why are you asking me that? I, I would just kind of like to see what it looks like on, you know? All right, fine. I'll put it on for a moment so you can see how it fits. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Oh. Mm. There it is. There oh, I wow. Well, <laughs> that looks pretty good. Let me have a bite of that. No! I'm coming to eat your hunch. Where'd you get lipstick? How'd you put that on so quick? Mm. Oh, that's good crackers and meat. I'll at least spill some. 
know we've had such a great time talking about all these terrible gifts we got for Christmas. What you got last on your list there, buddy boy? All right, the worst gift I got by far is this little card from my wife. I nearly wept when I received it. It's so bad, Mr. Possum. Hmm. And it is something I could have used countless times. But the mere fact that it had to be given to me on a little three and a half by two inch uh, piece of cardstock is unbelievably depressing. You see this, Mr. Possum? Yep. It's like a little IOU card. Yep. What's it say on like a back rub? Like one of those free massage cards, yeah. Or uh, or a get out of the doghouse card, but it's even sadder than those are. Hmm. This one says, card redeemable for one, and then this is in quotes. That's interesting, Howell. I hadn't thought about it that way. <laughs> oh, pitiful. Do you know how much of the noise I make on this planet is simply me hollering out like a tortured animal because I don't receive this kind of affirmation regularly? Nobody ever says, how that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Nobody ever says that to me. No, nobody even says, how that's interesting. I get myself all worked up into breathing all kinds of hot, loud air onto people because they simply won't say, how, good point. That's a great point. That's interesting to me and also to everyone else here. I don't know, buddy boy. This sounds like a great gift. Sounds like, I don't know, something you've always wanted, really. I, it's the opposite of something I've always wanted if I have to play the card. Oh. This card is basically my wife saying, I do not foresee a single time this year when these words would ever come out of my mouth organically. So here, you got to play this card like we're playing skip bow or something. Right. Yeah, it's a real shame. Awful gift. Depressing. Well, what about you? What's your, uh, what's your last horrible gift, Mr. Possum? Well, my last horrible gift's from my wife as well. Oh, wow. How about that? Your wife, again, being the lady you've never talked to whose porch you live under. Yep, that's the old ball and chain. Mm-hmm. You know what she gave me this year? What'd she give you? A banana peel. She gave you a banana peel. Well, she threw it out the, the door, and it slipped under the cracks into the porch. So it sure plopped on my head. And you think that was on purpose? It was definitely on purpose. It was Christmas Day, and it landed on my head, and it was from her. I'm just real bummed that she got me something so cheap. A banana peel. Let me ask you this, Mr. Pros. What are the odds that she was simply taking out the garbage, and this banana peel fell out of the garbage, through the cracks in the porch, hit you on the head, and that instead of getting you a cheap gift on purpose... She, in fact, did not give you anything at all because she doesn't even know you're down there. Well, that's sad. That's a sad thought. I think my wife got me something. You think that would be worse if she didn't get you anything? Well, I, I, a man needs a gift for the Christmas season, Big O. A man needs a <laughs> gift. Right. Now, what about this, Mr. Possum? Try this on. What if you were to consider as your Christmas gift from your wife the fact that she has never called any kind of pest control services to come and uh, stick one of those poles with the loop at the end of it under her porch and remove the annoying little possum guy that lives down there. That's my gift. What if that's your Christmas gift from your wife? What if what if a place to live year-round is your Christmas gift? That's actually a pretty good gift. Well, she can't do that. She'd have to divorce me first. She can't just go hunting around with the pole. Right. And I suppose if you're married, you you are sort of obligated a share of the living space. That's right. She can't just kick me out. She's got to take me to court first. Yeah. 
I guess lousy gift. You have to decide whether you want to still be married to this lady, I think. Well, we're just having a spat. We'll get over it. Yeah. Some pop.